0: You didn't let me, you didn't even let me uh, sing, no, the, sing the film. You're
1: tree. not allowed
0: to do the fake. I'm gonna do it like a remix every time we do it, <laughs> like a little <laughs> refix. It's the only remix
1: you're capable of doing, you fucking
0: talentless piece of shit.
1: If it sounds why, like we are trying <laughs> to impress someone, uh, <laughs> why, do
0: you have, why do you have to say some real shit? You make me sick
1: um, today. Well, this is episode 26. Welcome to episode 26 of Lushit Shit Show. Myself, Joe Bish, and my trusty sidekick, sidekick
0: <laughs> Tushin. Yep. How are you doing? Not too bad. I'm like that Andy Kindler with this podcast, don't I? You look like a school bully right now i am a school bully <laughs> i <laughs> saw alex hoffman I, I actually did see alex hoffman out there and he i he thinks i'm bullying him by um because i called him the tall jew of grime yeah which was a reference to um, what most steph called um yeah leo but cohen i did explained didn't but he didn't get it he just thinks i'm anti-semitic which um yeah it's fine yeah, yeah. jeremy not corbyn's anti-semitic and he's all right <laughs>
1: <laughs> well today we have a very special guest someone we've been trying to get for ages Mr. Max Daly, aka Narcomania,
2: how are you doing? Yeah, really good today, thanks. Why are you so good? Um, because I'm on this show. I've, I've I've been wanting to try and get on this show for a while, but I haven't been able to. But now I am. Yeah. Well,
1: you've been a long time fan of the show. I don't m- hope you don't mind me saying that. I have. What was your fa- What's your favorite episode?
2: <laughs> um. What's my favourite episode? Is it the one with oh, the swear you words? Showing show him <laughs> out now.
3: <laughs> no, I yeah, the I one know. where you
2: like chat shit yeah, and no, then uh, talk <laughs> about how you need the shit. I don't really like the, No, I, li- I like the one when you were getting t- when you the, it was all ending. Oh, uh, the the swan re- song. Oh, swan yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. A lot um, of people say I like that. the one with Billy Joe Porter actually. When she, yeah, that was quite a good one. I, that was um, fun. Yeah, she yeah. talked
1: about um shitting herself in front of yeah. John Hamm or something or vomiting all over <laughs> yeah. herself in front of yeah. John Hamm. Yeah, she's got oh, a, good, l-
0: really a lot of good stories.
1: Yeah. I also
2: like the intro music. Yeah, People do
1: like the indi- well because yeah. it's a classic. It's a yeah, banger. It's, it's, a, a, it's a, a call it's to a action. action. It's yeah. a classic Baltimore club banger. Be more. Um, so Max Daly is now, uh, I mean, has always been, I suppose in some ways, the UK's foremost uh, drug journalist perhaps second, only yeah, to who Professor <laughs> David Nutt in terms of um, British prominence in the drug scene.
0: Oh, yeah. as yeah, <laughs> Just buttering you yeah. up
2: here so we get all the good numbers. For who
0: are, Who? What other drug journalists are out
2: there? Um, there's a really good friend of mine. Yeah, I'm not sure about David Nutt. He's a, he's <laughs> he's a the, professor. He's a, pro- oh. a nut, mate. But, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. The, the other drug journalist there is, and it's weird, he just happens to be a really good mate of mine. Yeah. He's a scouser called Mike Power. I used to work with them. at the wow. Business.
0: Both of you have like strong names <laughs> Max Daly, <laughs> Mike Power. Those are like some poor names, fuck. Oh, it's all free, it's three
2: syllables, isn't yeah. It? yeah it. I like more it. than three syllables, is yeah. It's, it's strong, it's yeah. yeah. It. We both got Irish second names, we're both like right. um a second generation Irishy Abby plastic, Punks, yeah. Pa- uh, yeah. Plastic. Um, but yeah, uh, it's just weird because we used to work at to th- uh, the big issue together a long time ago. Um, and now yeah. we basically are yeah. just selling it. How yeah, how many do you it sell it? a day? Do you get commissioned?: I was homeless at times while I was work there. But um, yeah. no, he's worked for it. And um, uh, yeah, now we um, write. We're exactly the same person, basically, um, in different bodies. So we, we're yeah. both drug journalists. We've both written books about drugs. Um, and it's really weird. And but we get on really well. We help each other out. So he's my kind of partner in journalism stuff.
0: Yeah, what does he cover that you don't?
2: He's more kind of like uh, more intelligent, so he, he covers um, yeah. kind of tech stuff, chemistry, internet things like that, and I'm I'm more right. kind of like. What's going um, on on the roadside? Yeah, yeah.
0: The that's boy. why. Yeah, that's why I fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't know this geezer, but I know Max Daly. Yeah, yeah. he's like,
1: and if you carry the two, then you get MDMA. But you're like, no, fuck that. Ballys, yeah. ballys, and fucking pill presses. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm about, baby. Yeah. yeah,
2: I'm a bit more kind of um, basic, traditional level drugs, and he's a bit more kind of um, uh, clever stuff.
1: Your cat, and he's fucking two CB <laughs> or something. I don't know.
2: Which yeah, is one plsd He's a Yeah,
1: yeah. He's the thinker. Yeah. So how did you like start with this like where did your journey into the, the world of drugs journalism begin? Is it is it just from like being like really I high like one drugs. time and being like yeah. Yeah. Know, well, someone mean, should fucking w-
2: When I was younger I used to constantly um, get get out of it but I think mainly yeah. mainly bo- I, I just really love booze actually mm. um, which is the most obvious drug but then uh, yeah I, I got really I got into kind of all the usual thing LSD and ecstasy and and weed a lot when I was younger, so I, I I was kind of into drugs like a lot of other people. Yeah, then I think I I had a quite a lot of friends who became heroin users for some reason or other. Um, where, where are you from? West London. Okay. Whereabouts, yeah. West? Uh, Barnes. Yo, swear yeah. down, Barnes. <laughs> I'm across the bridge from you,
0: Hammersmith. Say nothing. Yeah, well, <laughs> West
2: boys. but well, and then I then I moved to um, Hammersmith. Yeah. Then I moved to Shepherd's Bush. Then I and I lived in. Um, Stanford,
0: Stanford Brook, Brook yeah. Then
2: chiswick and so all
0: yo, all that's <laughs> yo, that's my, that's all my stomping is grounds. It? Yeah, so I grew Jesus. up in East Acton. Yeah, basically. Oh my god, I
2: used to know everyone on the, a lot of people on the South Acton estate.
0: Yeah, no, general you know Acton, <laughs> East Acton. <laughs> oh, not gonna lie, bit, I it's got it's like somehow it's gotten worse since I left. I left is in it? like '08, and it's fucking worse. Yeah, it's it actually worse. Like there's the uh, the the end like the north like Kensington side of it's becoming a bit more gentrified North Kensington. Fuck yeah. off, <laughs> right? It will never be North Ken. Um, but yeah, but um, yeah, East Acton is an actual actual shit now. Yeah, you know, it always was slightly, but now it is. So um, where are all the heroin addicts at? Barnes. Barnes.
1: That is weird. Really? So Barnes now is. Barnes is, the Barnes is one, one of the richest yeah. kind of so square
2: breezy. inch kind of parts of London now. Yeah. But when I was growing up there, it was all very bohemian. It was it had Olympic Studios. Um, oh. was all full of musicians. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of punk started there instead of Chelsea, mm. where a lot of people say. And so it was this kind of weird place to grow up. Um, but there was a lot of heroin addicts, and mm. I just do I do not know why. But a lot of my mates started getting into heroin. And also, we really got into LSD as well, which not so many people are into these days. Yeah. Um, Apart from this fucking guy. Yeah. Well is it. It. Uh, LSD, uh, it. LSD is actually, his use is actually going <laughs> up amongst young people. Mm. Um, He's not the young, though. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I'll get ID before
0: you do, mate. Yeah, So fucking old, old, old says cunt
2: yeah so it was kind of it was always kind of there or thereabouts it, it wasn't like i got into writing about drugs but i didn't know anything about it it's always been yeah, yeah. my kind of on my radar kind of thing um and then i started working for I, I was interested when i went to local newspaper journalism i worked in kilburn times and halston times and all these papers so it was all quite heavy crime yeah. a lot of drugs a lot of mugging uh, stonebridge estate shout out to stonebridge holes uh, and all that kind of area quite a kind of lively area for a local mm. newspaper reporter and so i just got really fascinated by it um i got really fascinated by it um and then i started working for the big issue magazine which again is quite nitty-gritty homelessness drugs heroin and i was i they sp-
1: cover because I've, I've never read it I thought Big Issue was kind of like a fun entertainment
3: mag that It is, it is now
2: but when I used to work for it it used to be really good <laughs> and, 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 it, and it, no it, it used to have a, like a kind of 12 12 proper journalists and now I think it's got about three I don't want to do it down Yeah but
1: it's more like time out now isn't yeah, it yeah, yeah
2: it's a bit more yeah. lighter kind of thing whereas when I was working there it was, it was proper campaigning it, it actually reminds me of a bit like Vice kind of what Vice became you know Yeah. a bit more of a kind of like Edgy campaigning kind of thing. What era was this? What years? Era. It was the era of um, I worked there from the late nineties to kind of two thousand and three. Yeah. And then we all got dumped because big issue had to save money. All the journalists went. Yeah. Um, that's when it started a bit more lifestyle stuff. And then I um, edited a drugs magazine for eight years. Um, Which one was it called? It was called Drug Link. It was like for real. It was for the drug sector. So quite kind of. Bit nerdy, you know, for drug professionals. So for treatment people, right? So like right.
1: pharmaceuticals or uh, dr- no dr- drug what workers,
2: you, you know, like but no legal drugs. Oh, like so, so it was it was, it was for people who are involved in helping people uh, get off drugs yeah. and uh, addiction, okay, but right. also kind of everyone involved with illegal drugs. It was for right. them. So I became a, I had to become like a total expert in drugs, and and then then I went. To, where the fuck did I do? Um, then I oh then I then I wrote a book. Mm. Um, I was about to do a medieval cultures dig, uh, MA. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. As you uh, do. <laughs> uh, Pingers, <Yeah. laughs> swords. You know. Um, no, yeah, I was interested in in lit- in medieval literature. Mm. Can't quite, I can't remember why, but um, probably I, uh, going, you probably get off It's slightly mad. Yeah. Um, and <coughs> uh, yeah, and then I um, started writing a book, which is called Narcomania, and I wrote it with my mate Steve. And it took a couple of years, and it came out, and it was all right. Um, so it got some what good reviews. What was it was the? It was it was called something like um, the Narcomania colon uh, the journey. Oh fuck! But anyway, it was it was it was basically about British drug trade. Yeah so yeah. it's all about the journey so we spoke to a lot of drug dealers we spoke to drug users we spoke to drug cops we spoke to politicians it was all about kind of and it was it, it, uh, it was kind of it was all about how the drug trade had kind of got embedded in british culture and british business so there's mm. a big a lot of stuff on financial stuff which steve mm. did yeah. because that's it was quite the that was a complicated chapter so but i was i was going about interviewing dr- a lot of drug dealers which was on the streets interesting. uh
1: yeah and go like writing a book <laughs> yeah <laughs> penguin penguin yeah. random house don't know if you've heard of it but uh
2: <laughs> yeah it's weird how you how you get into these conversations i mean you can you know you, you kind of once you i suppose you know you can see everyone knows what someone selling drugs looks like generally yeah um so you just go up to them and chat to them and drug dealers like, are like anyone else we all know them um, and they all like to talk about mm. what they do mm. as long as they th- don't think you're a cop. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever looked like a cop, I always look like I've just got out of bed. Yeah, especially yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: What would you say is the primary difference between like because you've spoken to dealers back then, obviously, which is mm. how long ago? 10, yeah,
2: that was um, 2010, probably. Yeah,
1: it's about just like roughly about. Nearly ten years ago. Yeah, eight. Uh, are they? Years. Are they different? What? What ways are they different now than they were then?
2: Um. Yeah. I mean, uh, I reckon I. I spoke to a lot of old school kind of. You know, I, I remember speaking to this Glaswegian gangster, mm. and he was covered in tattoos, and he was more like. I remember him. You know, he was at like the end of the old school kind of, gla- you know, gangster crew know then there's the same with london as well that adam's family business yeah 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 um and then in glasgow you've got the old the old thick glass not thick thick like as in thick as thieves kind of crew mm, mm, mm. um and he was like one of the last kind of uh ones of them and i think these days it's more kind of um uh disparate groups of people a lot of different ethnic groups and obviously immigration has an impact on You know, obviously at the moment Albanians are massive in the coke trade in this country. Trust me. Um, Shout out to all the Albanians in uh, Sumbri and Twickenham. Shouts to to (laughs) Albert. (laughs) So you know, it's kind of a lot. I suppose it's a lot more interesting, really, and it's a lot more. It's a lot. It's a lot more kind of a few handshakes, and you're in Colombia rather than you having to go through Curtis, Cocky, Warren in Liverpool (laughs) to go and get your coke.
3: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Shout out to my guy what's the uh, what's the best drug
2: <laughs> what's the best drug well i mean like i suppose if you're to look about it in terms of safety and and if you were going to get intellectual i would say probably yeah. one of the psychedelics are so probably more interesting drugs okay. but um uh because yeah because you there is a bit of a journey but uh, my favorite drug is booze wow. but that's really boring isn't yeah. it yeah sure show listeners what?
0: don't want to hear that
2: <laughs> <laughs> they want to
0: hear What's, what? Can, whether you can get fucked up on with minimal <laughs> okay, yeah, hangover
2: well, yeah, I, I, w- I would say I would say to take psychedelics
0: you heard it here take yeah. psychedelic. psychedelics, lads, yeah? psychedelics psychedelics lads psychedelics
2: psychedelics I mean obviously you've got, you've got LSD yeah. which is getting more popular now especially over the internet you can now get one PS LSD which kind of I don't know why it's called that something to do with chemistry right but it's actually a cheap version of LSD um and Does
1: it you last but less long because if so then i'm up for that
2: yeah well that's, that's what people are doing isn't it? they're microdosing, so they're because yeah. the lsd is a bit of a you have to take a flipping whole um, day out for it and it, you yeah. know it's, it's a hard it's too
0: you basically need to like book off like two days of your life yeah afterwards yeah, yeah. yeah. in order yeah. to recover
2: yeah but no my, my favorite proper drug as in forget alcohol because that's yeah. just like breathing air but the, yeah. my favorite i think is i think it's ecstasy which is quite boring Sorry about Ooh, that. Well, that's know. not boring because it is the best good, one. Good, yeah, it good ecstasy it is yeah, the best good one. Good ecstasy.
0: That's why they literally call it ecstasy. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, just yeah,
1: like it's Yeah, they don't call fucking you know GHB super fucking great fun time. They I mean, it, I mean, you, I mean, apparently it it,
0: drugs. It, I mean, g- apparently GHB is fucking banging. And yeah, if anyone it's, has it's, a link for it, GHB, follow me at two underscore s s h i n on Instagram. Isn't GHB
1: just ecstasy but with like more danger involved?
0: no it's not it's like, fucking, it's it's like,
2: it's like liquid glue is it yeah it's a tiny
0: liquid and if you take like a millimeter too much over you know yeah. a certain hours it's you'll it's basically it's fucking die
2: oh it's it's God. a real horror in terms of dosing that a lot yeah. of a lot of people end up in hospital as a result of it mm-hmm. and, and i know people who've got it's quite addictive as well weirdly yeah. i know, I know this it? guy who used to like who dose it every hour 24 hours a day like it, it, it people don't really know that about everyone goes right it's the kind of the gay party drug or whatever a chemsex drug yeah. or date yeah, rape yeah. drug but a lot of people i know have had got kind of really terribly addictive to it and, it and it's really bad for you it's like kind of it's like, it's like a solvent weird kind well, this of this is
1: a funny uh, thing about those sort of drugs is i've like i always thought it was weird like having done ketamine a few times i
2: always thought it was
1: like it was very odd to me that there's just like you know, a thousand teenagers in Brighton who are losing their bladders because they're so fucking addicted to K. I mean. I thought, how can you be like doing K every day? It doesn't yeah. make any fucking sense to me.
2: That was so weird because I I did this story for Vice and there was this group of really young girls in Brighton and Brighton and Bristol are weird ones for drugs, those mm. those scenes. And there was these young girls and they were, they were those kind of um they're all really sweet, but they were that kind of what do they call it where they all wear glowy clothes and it's semi kind of punky yeah, festival. Yeah. bit new rave sort of. Yeah, no, not
0: not rave, not, not new rave. Yeah, they're crusty. They're like free yeah. free party crust yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. crusty that people. That
2: kind of scene. So, so they've got a lot of older blokes uh, hanging out with a lot of younger girls. I don't yeah. think it was yeah. anything particularly kind of. Nah. C- it's a bit creepy, but bit, yeah. I don't, don't know if it was anything anything else. But Yeah, no, it definitely w- was. <laughs> 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 definitely. They're, they're kind of part of that scene. But anyway, yeah, I mean, th- they kind of almost use ketamine um, which, you know, is a fascinating drug as well. Mm. Um, almost a bit like a kind of heroin kind of thing. They got mm. really kind of into it and they were like taking fucking shitloads of grams a day. Like I can't remember, you know, like literally like 10 grams a day, some of them.
3: Jeez. And these are Jesus girls Christ. who are tiny. Like yeah, yeah, really, yeah,
2: really thin, really young and they were absolutely like just chucking buckets of them down their throat. And I, I was just like, because usually you think of ketamine as in you have a little bit of a bump on a kind of a, and a special you get night, a bit silly, and then or, you know, know that kind of thing. But you don't think about ketamine is literally just going to ag- 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 ag, and that's that's what they were doing. Um,
1: can you overdose uh, on it?
2: Um, Probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you can you can go in a K hole. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, but that's not. Oh, that's just. But uh, the,
2: I, I think yeah, I don't think people kind of die uh, straight from ketamine that much. I think what happens, is that, yeah, as you said, it kind of totally fucks your um, organs. Organs your, up, yeah, your, your bladder, kidney, and shit. bladder, yeah, that's it, your, your bladder, bladder basically and falls there's out. This one girl I interviewed um, who, who's yeah, it shrunk her bladder, so she could only have a shot's worth of liquid in her bladder. Um, so know. and she was this really kind of beautiful, lovely, sweet girl, and she was just totally fucked on ketamine, and I just couldn't quite, you know, I just think it was like it was kind of boredom. They got into a bad habit. Yeah. And mm. they would, and then and that girl I spoke to the one with the the bladder the size of a shot glass she's actually dead now. Like, so uh, I just heard Christ. the other day it was like, well, no, a, a year or two ago and she died of a heroin overdose. She'd gone from ketamine to heroin. But yeah, it's, um, you don't associate ketamine with that.
3: Either. No, that's what but I mean. But I feel I feel,
0: actually, do you know what? I find people who kind of like really want to be I don't know who want to escape from reality. Those people that kind of have demons. They really fuck with um. Uh, ketamine heavy yeah. So real It's yeah. like Real dark sided people Are drawn to that drug I've, I've, yeah. I've, I've noticed
2: Yeah. T- totally I mean it, it, it will it will do that job It's so disassoci- Disassociative So mm. you, it will If you want to get out Get out there And get away yeah. It will take you there I mean obviously there's, a, uh, there's the funny side Of ketamine as well Where you've got People who have been gone on some amazing journeys in their heads where they yeah. kind of a bit like Bill and Ted where they go off on their armchair and go to another galaxy and talk to gods of another nation and all this kind of shit. I'm not gonna
0: lie, something like that happened to me actually. <laughs> I had like an out of body experience on yeah. I was I was fucking gone at my mate's house and I was like leaning out the window and then I saw myself. Fly through the universe and then fly through the window in back into my body, and then I regain <laughs> consciousness. Like, what the fuck? That's value but for I, money, isn't it? Yeah, and I was like, that's about 20 10, quid. 10 pounds a gram. Fantastic. Let's do this again next weekend. <laughs> Shout outs to being uh, 17. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Great, great, great times.
1: Yeah. I think I've always been a bit too cowardly to try all like, because I've done K, but I've like in the just the, s- the smallest amounts, mm. just so I know that it's not going to. Like send, send me into book. that K-hole space. Yeah. I like, do you know what I really love is, uh, <coughs> is balloons. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> love balloons.
0: Girls love balloons. Because it, it's kind well. of,
1: it's like having a trip but without having the commitment of it lasting hours. Yeah. Because it might like, from what people describe oh, of like spinning. other psych, yeah, well no, yeah. not even that. Like 30 seconds. 30 seconds. So it's like you can have the, the mad trip of like a proper psychedelic but then you have, it just sort of stops. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I'm back in... I'm... But you do have mm. that spacey kind of like, oh, I'm going through the stars sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like, like I, when I did mushrooms, after it was done, my brain felt like it was like a fucking hollowed out coconut. And uh, I just didn't... I didn't dislike it. I just didn't... I wasn't like, oh, this is sick. I'm yeah, so fucking know, into I, this.
2: I've 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 loved psychedelics. I think my, my favourite trip was in, in uh, New Orleans when I was about 19 and we took a load of acid and I... <coughs> I was wearing a red T-shirt, so I thought I was Satan, but in, <laughs> in, but in, quite, a, in quite a subtle way. Yeah. So yeah. I wasn't like, I, I'm like a really out-of-order Satan. I was a bit more like a slightly smug, S- yeah. quiet Satan. Yeah. Just doing my Sly thing. demon. Just like vibey Satan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. In, 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 uh, but then, sure I, then I did have some terrible bum trip in Edinburgh, and I think I tried to stab myself or something. So that, but for me, that was, I think I had a couple more trips after that, and then after, and they weren't as relaxed as they should be. So then I just thought, fuck it. And I haven't done it since. Damn. How long ago is that? A s- long time then? 45,000. No, I don't know how many years ago. Uh, two months, tw- months ago. 15.
1: Do you reckon that gets <laughs> the point? Like, what do you think the age cut off to stop, like, mucking about with well, like, shit like that statistically is?
2: statistically speaking, um, it's basically after 25. So that's, that's when, that's when... Um, oh, boy. Yeah, that's when people start having kids and start having <laughs> proper jobs and they oh, leave what, university. 25? Yeah, well, no, not our fucking in generation 19, then. Nineteen
0: fifty-three, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're
3: not.
2: Yeah. So we're gonna. So
0: our generation, we're gonna be banging drugs till we're forty-five, basically. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah well, they're, they're saying that this generation—they, I don't know who the fuck they are—they're yeah. saying that this way. Obviously, a university is more competitive now, and jo- and it's harder to afford this, that, and the yeah. other. So you've got to concentrate at university and take less drugs yeah. and drink less. Some people say that's the situation, but I haven't been to university for a while. Mm.
0: Um, the, do we know this? I don't know. I went to university, got a two two. I mean, so it, I it feels I, I like it might on.
1: be true, but it also doesn't strike me as something that is that accurate. Just purely because, surely, for the people that are academic, university has always been competitive. For those people who yeah. are, like concentrate on that shit, no, and but the people that are always going to be fuck ups yeah. and fucking doing drugs are always going to be like that anyway. You know, mm. that's. Mm. But maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe everyone's just. Too busy playing Fortnite to fucking take a Yeah, no, I think uh,
0: the generation under us, like, fucking, like, actual 17-olds, year they're probably pussyholes. Yeah, they're actual pussyholes. Like They, yeah, they think yeah. drugs are lame. They look yeah, at weird, like... which is so weird. Which is, like... It's so upsetting to,
1: like, look at that generation and they're, like, drinking beer.
0: <laughs> lame.
1: Drugs. Ugh. What we are you talking about? Yeah. I'm drinking Huel. I'm doing a fucking hour on the fucking cross trainer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. What are you, What are you talking
2: about? I think my, my son thinks I'm a bit of a freak, so he's um, 13, and yeah, so it, I think he just, see whenever he hears about me drinking or things like that, he just thinks it's a really odd thing to do, Yeah. whereas I know that I, I was drinking by that age because I got arrested at 14 for <laughs> causing a traffic accident pissed out my head. Um, but what's the yeah.
1: cooler story, you know, like if you're like 50 and someone talks to you and you're like... Yeah, I didn't touch a drop until 21. I had a glass of wine. I hated it. Or you go, yeah, got fucking arrested. when <laughs> I was 14 for drinking six cans. Everyone's been, oh, yeah. sick. Fucking arrested yeah, at 14. Sounds yeah. amazing. This guy. <coughs> yeah, that I guy. mean, is that did that co- coincide like having a child? Did that have anything to do with like stopping doing drugs or anything like that? Did it change your outlook on it at
2: all? That didn't happen to me. Happen to me. I mean, I, I kind of. Carried on regardless. I mean, like, which isn't particularly a good parenting. Um, but, but I, I think all I'm saying is, like, statistically, and I've st- I've, children, I've taken it easy a bit now. But it, but I think statistically speaking, you know, when you have kids, when you get jobs, when you buy a house and all that stuff, people naturally get a bit more responsible, and they get a bit scared that if they get caught with this. It might they've got something to, they've got more to lose if yeah, they get yeah, yeah. caught because yeah. it is an illegal. Thing to do, and and some people you know they might not give a shit when they're at university, but suddenly when they got a job and stuff, they start losing their courage. Yeah, yeah. it's um, also
1: just in, like if you're a fucking grown man with a wife and child and you get caught smoking weed in a park and arrested, it's fucking embarrassing. Like, yeah, imagine true. having to call your missus up and be like, Yeah, I'm in the police station, can you come and get me? Because I smoked a bifter in yeah. Russell Square. And there's only so many you times
2: you'd be you like, You
0: shouldn't let me fucking bun in the yard, you fucking <laughs> dumb cow. <laughs> all
2: right, it's all on you times you can come back home coach off your face uh, pissed out of your head and kind of trip over your kids um what's that thing that they put kids in? A yacht not, not a yacht. yeah a bu- uh, yeah, yacht. The, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah fucking oh. baby yachts were <laughs> <very rich>. fucking <laughs> <all>. <laughs> didn't know drug journalism <laughs> paid that
0: well <laughs> you shot <laughs> in or you fucking writing about Mini it any baby Jesus. yacht <laughs> yeah um actually that that, that brings up um uh, a, a good subject actually because um right now bear man In was it like bad politician? Mandem are trying to blame middle class drug users for for what's going on on road right now in the 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 streets of London. Um, Yeah, what do you think about that? Because to me, that strikes. It it, it, it seems. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I've just uh, the other couple of days ago, I was on uh, on an inferior uh, broadcast show, the Victoria Derbyshire show, talking about this. Everyone
1: listening now at Victoria Derbyshire (laughs) and. Call her a, a gendered insult. um yeah.
2: And yeah, no. So yeah. So for for a while now, you know, senior police chiefs, senior Met police chief, you know, Cressida Dick, um, <laughs> Home Secretary, <laughs> Home Secretary. Uh, do we know his name? Uh, the guy. uh ja- Javid. 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 Savage Javid. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, have have and uh, you know uh, quite a lot of people actually a lot of journalists as well have been calling out um middle-class cocaine users and saying that they are um the cause of the recent spate um of london street murders amongst young people Mm. but where like where are they getting these this this connection from the from from the their fucking asses as in, like nowhere, yeah. as, I know, as yeah. in, like, as in, it doesn't exist. Right. So, so, um, but obviously, the, if you're a member of the general public, you might. It sounds kind of good, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, it sounds plausible. If you've yeah, watched yeah. It, a couple of episodes of The Wire, you kind of think, yeah, kind of the the kind of rich, powerful. It, it's something to do with poor people killing themselves. Probably sounds right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But then, but but I kind of uh, investigated this because I thought it sounded iffy. Yeah. Um and looked into all the kind of the, the, the killings over the last two years mm-hmm. and the ones that have come up in court and everything I could understand about the recent ones and spoke to lots of... Made I did some work. And mm-hmm. very few of them were related to the drug trade. Mm. Um, most mm-hmm. of them were, were, like, sadly... And you've got to remember, these are kids, a lot of yeah. them... Are, and now I'm talking about the, the, the under-25 killings that's what they were kind of talking about well a lot of them were like really petty you know it wasn't don corleone stuff it was no. nothing to do with baltimore wire whatever it was all kind of petty social media beefs it was like emoji some emoji shit going on yeah. it was postcode rivalries and i yeah. know postcode rivalries originally 20 years ago were kind of drug related but now everyone's forgotten about those original drug turf things and they're just stupid postcode rivalries. It's
0: weird because when I was coming up, there was postcode wars, but yeah, it wasn't connected to drugs either. It was just like, oh, you're from... That yeah, estate. It wasn't oh, like yeah. It was yeah. Not, it wasn't like it's you're just, you're stealing no. money it's just off an my. Phone. No, no, it was never it's
1: that. it's Just an excuse to to bad someone up. Yeah, it? It, yeah, so that, that was literally like, you just someone you don't like the look of. You go up to them and say, "Where are you from?" They say Wh- they're yeah, from the one
3: place, from? Yeah. and they get yeah. up. That's
2: yeah. It. yeah, so it's, it's total is, and uh, that's why uh, you know it's kind of claustrophobic living. You know, it's kind of a mixture of boredom and kind of and and the slightest bit of. If anyone says something against you, it gets blown up out of all proportion mm. because of so, because of social media and everyone's living also close just to each other.
1: The attitudes of teenagers is what they're like, you know. Even in yeah. like a more microcosmic setting of a school, yeah. you know, someone chat shit about someone else. There's a fight in the playground afterwards. Whereas on this scale, exactly. much bigger with. Yeah. fucking phones and twitter and yeah. instagram yeah. and all the rest also
0: like it. people are like fucking going on instagram live with their ops like chatting shit that that was you couldn't do that like when yeah, i was yeah, coming yeah. up yeah. Like yeah. It, it, it's just fucking it is a bit mad yeah.
3: yeah
2: so so i mean the thing is that a lot of these um kids who are involved in the stabbings and who get stabbed are, do do occasionally sell drugs a lot of them yeah. a lot of them do they're not like some yeah. innocent kind of um, not they're not kind of like some fresh-faced kid who happens to get stabbed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, these are these are kids who like probably got expelled from school yeah. maybe when they shouldn't ha- have, have been They'd expelled yeah. from school and they, they've ended up having to live a bit of a street life and earn some money for themselves yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And, and yeah. the way that people do that is uh, selling drugs yeah. Um. so they might be selling drugs but the reason for them dying is not drugs the reason yeah, yeah. for them dying is a whole host of other yeah. reasons which we've just been talking about this kind of claustrophobic kind of shit going on and, mm-hmm. and social exclusion and lack of opportunity and, and all this kind of desperation is no, that's not a very really good word but it's kind of it, it's a lot lack more of opportunity it, yeah and yeah. it's a lot it's a lot more and, and people learn because li- people have to live kind of on the s- on the street, their whole kind of attitude changes in terms of violence yeah. but also it's intergenerational so they would have probably had violence done to them by their mum or their dad yeah. um they they you know it's kind of it's a it's quite a complex issue anyway mm. so to me when the when the when the police and the home secretary say that this is all down to middle-class cocaine snorters Yeah, when, when these kids fucking dealing in crack and heroin anyway, so it's not yeah. actually that connected to co- powder cocaine no. anyway. To me, that's kind of an insult to the, to the families of the people who have died because they're using the, those people's deaths mm. as a kind of a PR kind of move, mm. which is basically the reason they're s- saying this is to try and persuade people uh, to, to, n- to not take cocaine because mm. they can't tackle supply. Yeah. Um, so they're trying to persuade people to not take cocaine. A bit like the bullshit thing about if you take cocaine or if you take any drugs, you're helping fund ISIS. And and I, this is... That Wait, was are we, are we not?
3: <laughs> Fuck no, sake! All this time, No mate. more gear oh for me. Oh,
0: days. <laughs> Fuck sake! I thought I was helping ISIS. People
2: swallowed that one. And, and it's, it's just a kind of like the state's attempt to trying to stop people yeah. getting high because the state mm. doesn't like it. And because it right. does you know it does you know cocaine is is unethical it yeah. does there's a lot of shit that happens in yeah. Latin America as a result and uh, there's a lot of money that is used through yeah. cocaine trade to fund sex trafficking yeah. and a lot of awful shit yeah so, and, and so why not say that why then use these spate of deaths yeah. in London as a little kind of thing to jump on when it's bullshit because yeah. the, and the, thi- the whole reason I'm banging on about this is that one, it's annoying, but it it means that they can get away from the real mm. reasons why people are killing each other and therefore not come up with any yeah. solutions. And also, I'm especially it's uh, there for yeah. as well. No, I'm especially yeah.
0: disappointed in David Lammy because he should fucking know better. Like, it's you know, it's it fucking talk about austerity, talk about fucking cuts to um services, to education, fucking you know, lack of opportunity, the fucking um, you know the economy shit the bed people can't like i know bear youths that from east acton that are just hanging about yeah they're, yeah, they're, yeah they're they're looking for like you know a move a way mm-hmm. to flip like um like um yeah i remember a few months back i was uh i was in east acton all stomping ground um with uh, my best mate's little brother and uh, yeah i was gonna like oh yeah i'll buy you drawers mate yeah, yeah, yeah. We were calling around dealers in East Acton. I like would call like six and no one picked up. No one was about. And that's because some kid in Labrack Grove got stabbed and they knew the kids from Labrack Grove were going to come into East Acton and they were going to find someone, someone, anyone, anyone yeah. and they were going to get fucking dipped. Yeah. And it's, it's it, that's what it is. It's, mm. it's one for one. Mm. And um, yeah, it's not about fucking coke trade. Like, yeah. the, the fact David Lammy said that shit, I like, Found you lost all stripes for me.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, w- I would have expected better from him as well. Yeah. And and he, he did actually put, um, when he was going on about this, he did, and he might have taken it down on his Twitter, he put a picture of Omar out of the wire on it because he was... C- I, and I know that, it, I think it, a lot of these people do think, like, I've seen the wire, I know how the drug trade works. The yeah. drug trade is so different in America than this country. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I, and I, I live in Walthamstow and, and that was part of that spate of um, London killings, especially around March, April, yeah. was Tottenham, Walthamstow. It was going crazy. There was yeah. a 16, 15-year-old kid killed outside the sports centre that me and yeah. my kid go to all yeah. the time. And, you know, my um, my son n- has got him on Instagram and was showing me all the kind of all his mates going, well, this is what's happening, and all the tributes to him. And, yeah. um, and it's just unbelievable. My 13-year-old my kid is totally... Knows all the people involved in this, and right. they are all talking about who's killed him, and who or who might have killed him, or what's yeah. going on, and what's happening. Like literally hours after what's going on, and it's on actually the- weird
0: because I noticed on YouTube, th- th- in the comments, there there'll be kids that might not even necessarily live in London, but they know about every single drill artist, who they've dipped, who they've stabbed, yeah. who they've who they've apparently killed from what crew, when, and these are just kids they're, they're they're kids and they just live in the middle of fucking nowhere and it's like this knowledge like every, it's fucking weird because yeah, they're talking like
2: about it so openly. yeah kids in the countryside really kind of um not look up to but they're fascinated by big city yeah. kind of scene and they're really interested by it and uh, another kid another thing that my son i'll try and keep my son out of this conversation too much but um but he, he was and th- this sparked a story that i wrote actually which was about and he was um basically show me he, there, uh, there was a story in the lo- our local newspaper in walthamstow and it was a big picture of this kid and it was like missing anyone know where this kid is so a picture of a young black guy aged about 15 or something yeah. where is he and then my, my, my kid yeah goes um uh is he he, he's 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 on instagram uh, i've got dealing saying i'm going country yeah. look at me look at all my money yeah. and, th- and so i could just go right are. Yeah. Yeah. and so i did a i did a kind of investigation into the fact that a lot of missing children yeah like who turn up missing yeah. um are actually going country yeah. yeah
1: can you give us a bit more insight into like what what is it to go go cunch, cunch? like what is what's the process involved you, you get like what do you do you, there do you get when recruited do you, come
0: back? you just shot you fight off crack. Like, I know, yeah, I know a couple of people that got sent to Cunch. It doesn't, sound, it doesn't it. sound fun. Yeah, well... You it. can get sent to Cunch. So, they were, uh, uh, like, an older drug dealer would be like, oh, yeah, if, you, you, if you want peas, go to Leicester <laughs> yeah. for six months. Um... You take over. Is that like what cunches Leicester? <laughs> yeah, no, no. Because, yeah, that is literally a place like Leicester. So is it anywhere you, outside Yeah, London? and then you give, like, a crackhead um, or a heroin addict some, some a bit of drugs. Then you take over where they live. Then you shot out, out of that. And then you stay there for six, seven months. You, you get peed up and then you come back.
2: That, that's a pretty accurate description. I mean, like, obviously it varies a lot. So yeah. sometimes they'll just go down for a week. And then yeah. they'll come back. There's, there's lots of gradients of, of yeah. what goes on. Sometimes there'll be people like almost like managers in places like Ipswich or Cam- Cambridge or whatever, um, who who have got um, places, and those those bases are then used to recruit local dealers and organise the London guys coming down. Um, so I, I mean, th- this has been going on. I know I know like all the mainstream press say this is like a brand new thing but it's basically been going on since 1999 so mm. um the first people who started doing was this, this was brixton lot going to brighton um and uh and that was like you know the, the real start of how it all worked and then they started going to whip switch and then it expanded all around the country right. um and so and, and not all of the kids are um like you know it's not like all slavery kind of thing like no. i know the police try and make out that it's mm. all slavery kind of exploitation but a lot of the kids jump at the chance mm. okay i know it's money yeah. but a lot of them almost kind of start they kind of in some of them quite enjoy it. you know yeah. it's kind of although it's weird uh, and it is quite funny speaking yeah. to a all the kids who've done it and they're like they cannot believe what the countryside is like because they've <laughs> c- they've been growing up in um estates in inner city london then suddenly they're in like some weird place in, like norwich whatever and they're yeah, like yeah. kind of what the fuck is this
1: it's also a chance for them to be a big fish in a small pond as well you yeah know.
2: So, so some of them have kind of gone on to to do quite well and and to exploit others so it's not it's not like a one-sided story as in like they're all kind of like scared exploited kids i think a lot of them Mm. are but some of them are are doing it and then they end up doing quite well and they they end up some of them earning money for their family their mum back home do you know what i mean so it's not not that simple um but it's 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 hugely grown it's going all over the country um, and as a result, you're getting a lot more kind of service for um, heroin users and crack users all around the country. Whereas before, it was expensive for them. Now it's a lot cheaper. So you're getting, you know, that you're getting a lot more people using those drugs. Mm.
0: I mean, fucking hell. So, so the so the 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 gangs in London must be fucking raking it in. No one's really looking into like if they've if they've developed this network, mm. national network. How much Potentially, they could be raking in.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think probably what's happened is that London's more carved up than it used to be. So say say a group in uh, Southwark or whatever, or Camberwell, for example, there might be one lot in Camberwell and they would have been grabbing all their money from Camberwell. Now probably Camberwell or, you know, or Lambeth or Southwark, whatever, is carved up between a load of groups. Mm. So they have to go elsewhere to kind of make the money that people used to be making when things mm. were less crowded and right that, that's yeah. part of it is is that fresh markets are, are easy and you can mm. just knock out the country boys and take over so th- there's that factor um, but also it's a more crowded market so you've got a kind of economically you've got to yeah. branch out and, and franchise out there um, to earn your crust
0: all right so any uh, budding gang leaders out there franchise <laughs> your movement <laughs> open a network yeah. Make it like Burger King. You heard yeah. it. Here. What?
1: What are the are the police like onto this at all? Are they just completely stuck? Do they know what the fuck's going oh, on? No,
2: no, I mean, the, yeah, the police the police are onto. It. They were a bit slow about it. I mean, I, I I wrote the first article. Well, the first article I wrote was um, in 2006 seven, mm. talking about county lines and big uh, black gangs going up to Ipswich and Ipswich having a massive problem with it. And then the gangs, all the, the all the police got wise to a lot of black kids from London. Coming up, so then the, then they started just arresting them at the station, which mm. is slightly racist, but that's yeah. what they were doing. Yeah. And then then so then the gang started sending Asians. Then the gang started sending white people. And then the 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 sellers started getting girlfriends in Ipswich, meeting them in clubs, and then going selling from their house and and also cuckooing, which is, you know, you take a, you you take advantage of a, of a of a heroin user and you say to them, look, I'll gi- I'll give you free heroin, um, and we'll hang out in your house um but yeah hang
0: so out yeah <laughs> but they but the thing is they actually do have to hang out with a fucking imagine you're you have to live with a crackhead because yeah, yeah. you're you've taken over yeah you're not staying at an airbnb yeah. Yeah, you're basically so you living get in them, a you
1: crackhead. crack and, yeah, so. and, and, yeah. and i
2: spoke to um uh, heroin users and kind of crack using sex workers who felt sorry for the kids who were the you know in, in, in the olden days the drug dealers was the kind of, with a kind of like the the ones to be scared of whatever mm-hmm. um but but now like these you had these kind of like this woman who in her mid-40s a sex worker for a long time who felt so sorry for these kids who like were just pinned to this sofa half the day the other rest of the day they're running around like little you know gophers delivering this delivering that and and they would get treated a bit like shit some of them yeah. and mm-hmm. occasionally they might get mcdonald's buy some trainers or something but she was just like almost like wanting to be a, like a mother to them because yeah. she felt so sorry for them.
1: Also, they must go to some of these places where there's just established rules and regulations and people there and they must like, you know, you get some like 15 year old going into fucking some shit hole in God knows where hmm. and there's already like scary cunts there and fucking yeah. scary druggy cunts or whatever yeah. and, there's, and they must be a bit like, you know, I was a bit of a top boy down in London or whatever but I'm, now I'm in a different environment and like yeah. someone yeah. someone can easily like... Well, there's a research, res-
2: d- there's some really good research being done into into the county lines thing in South End, uh, South End on the Sea, and they found out that there was more violence done to the young Somalian, mainly Somalian kids who had come down from southeast London to South End, mm-hmm. more violence done to them from users and user dealers and locals mm. than was done on yeah, the yeah. I'm
0: not yes. gonna lie, uh, yeah, that's why I like, because I'm not, yeah. I know some youths that got sent to country and they were telling me, like, it's, the the thing is, you they were literally fighting crackheads every day cause yeah, you know, yeah, crackheads are trying yeah. to, like, because the crackheads will see, like, this this is a young kid. He's a frail-looking frail youth. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fully grown man and I've got crack and strength. And I love crack. And yeah. Uh, crack uh, yeah. <laughs> and I've got the strength of a crackhead. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, if there's three of you, yeah.
2: if, there, if there's you, your mate, and, yeah. and someone else, and you've got this, like, 15-year-old yeah. Somali in school
0: Yeah, I'm not glad. They're not always 15 as well. They're sometimes 19. Yeah, I'm just saying. People are saying
2: 15, don't I? Fixed. Um, yeah,
3: they're,
0: they're,
1: they're, they're kind of 15 to 25. Yeah. Sh- mm. Should
0: we read some emails? Oh yeah, let's read some emails. So we, you, uh, as
1: a as a regular listener of the show, you'll know that we yeah. uh, we have a section of the show in which we read some emails. Um, some of them, I mean, we've only got. I think we've only got two. This week. Um, for fuck's sake. And they're not particularly like fun. I mean,
3: they're
1: oh, kind of okay, fun. Okay, all right, do you we'll, well I'm just, we'll read, just read them out. <coughs> just, we'll, so this we'll, one we'll uh, says, All right, lads. You were talking about Ken Hom in a previous episode for some reason. It reminded yeah. me of something. Tushin, do you remember an episode of Saturday Kitchen from a few years back where the host and gobshite, James Martin, yes. puts a bin lid on Ken Hom's head, head yeah. to look like a comedy Chinaman hat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quotes, I, I do remember I that, yeah. Uh, If I remember correctly, Ken laughs it off, but I remember seeing it at the time and thinking, that's mad. I also have a vague recollection of you tweeting indignation about it. Yeah, I did. However, I can find no record of this incident anywhere online. Has it been erased from history by the BBC and yet another cover-up? Yep. Did it even happen? Did I dream it? Can you confirm it is driving me mad? Thank you, Anonymous.
0: Anonymous. Rest assured, mate, it did happen. (laughs) It fucking happened. (laughs) But. Ken Holm is alright, but I don't, do you know what, he's a fucking, he, Ken Hom shit, I don't like him, because he's American and Asian, like, what's going on, are you, you're American or Asian, make your mind up, I-M-O. So Ken Holm did it. Yeah, no, no, that definitely happened, but what, actually, you know what, there's a lot of, um, banging shit that's no longer on the internet, all the, like, classic good, like, um, episodes of, um, Come Dine With Me, where people lose their shit, they're all white from the internet as well. Uh, you can only see clips of that bro who's like, "You've got the grace of a dump truck backing up like that." That for the <laughs> full episode of that is not about either on the internet or on their fucking yeah. And the one with the woman, hunting. the woman who's like, "Do
1: you know? I'm really sorry, but I, c- I can't believe that you've put me last. I'm yeah. really upset." Oh yeah, when
0: she's like, "And yours? I don't know why you're laughing. Yours was shit." <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I'm going fucking to bed. I'm so upset. I can't believe out. this. Yeah. yeah so, they, but it, where is, did either. James Martin
1: even get a dustbin lid? Was there just like? I Is forget. I
0: don't know if it was a dustbin lid. I think it might have been um, like a lid for like a, a hob or something. Like a pot, it, yeah, right. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. more sense. Yeah, yeah. Why would you have like a trash can lid?
2: Yeah, but don't you yeah. remember there was a time when um, th- having big dustbin bins in your kitchen was fashionable? Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was Could've sort been of been thinking. That.
1: You know, like big metal ones. Yeah, like a yeah. lot of people in shortage.
0: Some show. Oscar the Grouch shit. No, yeah, yeah, man. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. fucking retarded. Why would you have that in your own
2: yard? But doing that to Ken Hom uh, is fucking disgraceful. I think the if thing he, with he Ken, is, H- he yeah. is like, he's like, isn't he slightly kind of like, um, demigod kind of status Ooh, amongst who? Cooks? I don't know. Man. Cooks. I, don't
1: know. I always thought he oh. was just a guy who flogged like. I was yeah. I always. Isn't he like George Foreman? He's is really. He like well, he's
2: respected,
1: isn't he? Isn't yeah. he? Ah, I, d- I don't.
0: I don't know if he's. Yeah, I think he's more on like uh, a celebrity chef in in the sense that like he taught people how to cook basic shit rather than he was like on some Marco Pierre White shit. Right, is, like, right, right, A respected chef like you know Michelin star shit. Oh uh,
1: okay. I think so he's, he's just like
0: yeah. He's, he's yeah. He's, like you said, he's, I think he's more on the Delia Smith wave.
1: Okay. <laughs> Who's the Asians' favorite Asian?
0: Asians' favorite, like the one one guy yeah, we're so all like, like we're bang you, with. if you
1: just met so, either some Korean bloke or some Chinese bird or yeah. whatever, uh, and like you obviously hate all of the yeah. rest of them for whatever reason, Japanese. But whatever. then there's one but person there's we one all person agree. You can all be like, do you know what? I actually love, I actually love them.
0: Um, I, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Yeah, makes sense. It's hard. It's hard to be like Jackie Chan is shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you know that, what I hate? Fucking Jackie Chan. No one, That Western. Like, that film with him yeah.
2: with a guy with the blonde hair. The Western one. Shanghai. Noon,
0: oh come yeah. on, yeah. Shanghai, yeah, something yeah. in it, yeah. Something I think like it's there. Shanghai Noon is isn't brilliant. Isn't it? Shanghai Nights, yeah.
2: Sha- Shanghai Nights that started different, but yeah, Shanghai Noon, Shanghai Noon, Total Class. I thought
1: what Rush Hour would be like now if you watched it again. It'd be weird. Do you reckon there's good. a lot of weird, like
0: racial humor, yeah. I think that they there would be a
1: guy? Chinese guy. What
0: That's <laughs> right, I'll only it. back it if the Chinese guy starts pressing up on black chicks. <laughs> <Hashtag> <laughs> AMBW. That's what we're trying to yeah we to get. We haven't in.
1: discussed AMBW on
0: the, on the pod for a while for quite a long time. Um, there hasn't been anything new in AMBW news other than <laughs> have uh, you got a Google alert? Yeah, of the one episode of Insecure um, <laughs> where an Asian rare was trying to happen? press up on. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. surprised Lena
1: Dunham hasn't tried to do like a what like an Asi- AMBW like HBO series or something. The
2: Asian drug scene is quite interesting, or uh, like it's kind what of um,
0: East Asian or South Asian.
2: Um, more like like more the mis- everyone knows about Afghanistan and all this kind of stuff mm. but I'm talking about more like kind of in, e- like in, Japan in the far and, and are they China. all doing crystal meth out there then yeah so yeah chi- I mean China's quite a big uh, crystal meth producer and right. obviously China's now a fucking major major supplier of drugs because of the new regime of, of the drug trade um, you know it's all synthetic drugs isn't it made yeah in ch- uh, Chinese labs so China has turned into it's almost like revenge for the f- for the opium wars isn't it yeah, like it's like that. have that have it yeah. so it's, it's kind of like china is su- obviously it supplied a lot of the methadone and spice you know when when online trade first started in 2008 mm. um, 9 and it has been ever since so china is like huge underground lab you know supplying now yeah now it's a lot of fentanyl going to america which is completely fucked america up um, it's a good way to like,
1: if you're China, to like try and kill all the Americans <laughs> is just by like producing all the world's fentanyl and just.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's kind of. Is kind of, it's, 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 it's just, yeah. it's just all about money and 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 stuff like that. So then and the, and the Ch- Chinese have tried to clamp down on it, but it's just, it's really difficult. Um, but but also in China itself, um, there's a friend of mine, Steve, who I wrote that book with. He was really fascinated by China. He was always going there. He had his, his relatives live there. Um, and he, he, there's a lot of stories he did yeah. um, for the magazine I edited about kind of like the hidden Chinese drug culture. A lot of it was like businessmen getting completely fucking out of it on coke. A lot of kind of strippers and and it wasn't that it wasn't that hidden. It was just like right. a real kind of way of doing things in Shanghai or Beijing, mm. that, and the authorities wouldn't kind of harass them. So it's mm. like just a little bit behind a few doorways. Mm. There's quite a big scene going on there. Japan is a bit more of a mystery. like They're you know, they they're, they're kind of saying that the police are really strict yeah. and that no one does. There's hardly any drug use. And a lot of kind of right-wing kind of prohibitionist people in this country yeah. say, Japan, it's the perfect example. If you're strict, no one takes drugs. Yeah. But mm, you can bet yeah. that everyone's fucking going for it in Japan, I, I reckon. I
1: mean, I've done... Drugs, drugs in Japan, in Japan. Yeah. Right. and it's inc- unbelievably expensive. Same as it is in Australia, which is probably just more to do with the fact that it's difficult to get to. Get to yeah, yeah, well, um, yeah okay. like you know, like half a gram of gear is like eighty quid or something mm. like that. Um, but you could. But the funny thing, I, I like, I was just, sm- I was smoking a bifter out there once with <coughs> some. It's mainly like you know when you go to Japan, like you have to really hang out with because you don't speak Japanese, you can't really like, mm. you know, hang out with the locals sort of thing. Because yeah. no one speaks. I mean, English. I can, um, but yeah, you can. I'd be like,
3: just a- I'll never
1: forget Unit Seven One Two or whatever it was in the war. But um, what's it? Yeah, yeah. So I was smoking a Bifter out there, and we were just smoking it in the public because apparently, they don't. Like know the police like. don't know what the, it smells like because just, they just, it just, they just don't have any reference yeah. for it. Do you know what I mean? Because like, if, if you smelt weed for the first time, we didn't know what it was. You'd be like, oh, that smells like some sort of fucking incense or something." Well, yeah. like some herb. But you wouldn't immediately... It's hard to imagine because so obviously maybe we don't know is what
2: ma- Maybe weed is really rare, rare there. If like if the police don't even know what it is, then it can't be in yeah. their face all no, the yeah. I No, I
0: heard weed's mad expensive there as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: But
2: then weirdly, because th- you would think like, you know, uh, c- price, you know, there's got a lot to do. But then in Australia, for example, again, like super, super expensive coke and ecstasy hmm. again you know obviously it's in the middle of nowhere mm. but they've they're the some of the biggest caners of of ecstasy yeah, on the planet yeah. so what that's, that's yeah. a bit weird like actually
0: and i always find like australians as soon as they go off the fucking plane they <laughs> want some yeah. fucking gear
2: mate where's the gear <laughs> well it, it
1: just might it might be a good thing because like, i remember meeting this fucking um this ro- this guy used to be like a rower for his school some posh guy he's like oh he was like a championship rower I thought I was going to be a professional rower and then when it turned out in, in like university weather that he was just not going to make it as a professional rower as happens mm. to a lot of like young sports athletes or whatever he was just like right that's it and he just fucking just he'd been caning it for the last five years just fucking doing all the drugs drinking all the drinks it must be a similar thing it's like if it's if you're withheld from it, yeah. mm-hmm. then you probably, when it's available to you, you're just like fucking funneling it all down Trouble, your neck all yeah, the time. Yeah. Also, got, they're just like, like inherently
0: wrongers as well, so is yeah. that.
1: But it's like with pe- like Dutch people I've met, because they've all been smoking weed since they were like 14. By the time yeah. they get to about 20, they're like, I don't want to do it anymore, I can't yeah. be bothered. And they're done with it. Yeah. Because well, it, they're exposed to it so early that they're yeah. just a bit like, whatever.
2: But that, that's what's so interesting about drugs, because, okay, when it comes down to it, drugs are just kind of chemicals, whatever, but... What, what drug use says about um, kind of culture and society, because mm. drug dr- the, how people use drugs and the way they do and how much they do is just a reflection of kind of their culture or their society or, yeah. what, you know, it's just, it indicates the state of mind of people and what's going on. So that's why I think drugs is interesting because it doesn't just talk, it's not mm. just about getting fucking out of it. Yeah. It, it mm. indicates a lot more about... The state of society yeah. and yeah no, and drugs
0: like, is stratified yeah. by class as well and that's really yeah. weird that yeah. certain class do certain drugs
3: yeah, yeah.
0: and it they're associated with certain yeah certain drugs associated with certain class yeah definitely
2: races as well. right. yeah yeah It's a racial cool? thing yeah i mean and uh, like for example in in northeast england uh, is the poorest part of england um they and this is fucking obvious things that I'm don't know i saying it, but they just take the shittest drugs. Like speed is massive there. Like who takes speed, speed in London? Sick, and I have like speed.
0: I, I've, spi- I've taken speed once. Oh it was no. all right. right. It was sick. So I loved painful. it. Speed it's used
2: so to be painful. all right, but it's, I thought it's, it's sick. <laughs> I, thought I liked it. Yeah. For most speed is 5% <laughs> yeah. purity. You know, right. 5%. Like what? Yeah. It's, it's like real dirt. Hell. Um, And it used to be better than that in yeah. the, in the more, the kind of seventies and eighties, but yeah. it was like, Big with punk, motorhead and all that lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um actually you want, there was a there was a couple of gutter punks at at Richmond College who were big into speed. That oh, was I a real like real, that, like, they I they were real Frobo. college. I went to Did Richmond you?
2: College. Oh, I spent my yeah. half my life on the green. Yeah. <laughs> a I, Look at you, West West hey. guys. <laughs> oh, Richmond shout, College. Hey, shout hey. out to the
0: William yeah. Webb Ellis, yeah. Dunno, <laughs> hey.
1: ghosts of Richmond. <laughs> um
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what was I going on about you, you know you started saying about kind of like racism and drugs or something what were you yeah. gonna say? No
1: I just said that like there's a conception that white people do coke and black people smoke weed Oh, yeah 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 in so many words like you know
2: yeah but yeah, there is this kind of I remember when I was first starting writing about drugs a lot of the the thing was like black people are scared of kind of like chemicals, they want like natural things that come out of the ground yeah. mm-hmm. um and Nazis like fucking white powder.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I do like white powder, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not completely inaccurate. Yeah. Um, this is the last email we've got here.
0: Wait, how come speed's so shit now? You'd think it'd be decent because yeah, the you know, cause there's loads of low. there's loads of you know elbows about. They've got links to Eastern Europe. Fucking fix up Albanians, fix up. Yeah, Polish I, I people re- love speed.
2: Yeah, I really, yeah. I really. I yeah. mean, like you know, in kind of in more Eastern and Northern Europe, speed's quite a big one. Yeah. And I've got no idea. I just think. I think when coke came in, yeah, uh, you know after the after the Colombians started, uh, the South Americans started chucking it over here rather yeah. than in America because it was a new market, and then yeah. the 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 ex bank robbers um, started were moving in Spain. Right. that's where all the coke came. Um, so they started bringing it here, so it started getting cheaper. Right, it's quite a long fucking story. Um, but that's uh, so cocaine. So that's
0: why it's like the purity is like amazing now. Apparently, yeah, yeah. So it's got. It, it right. used to be
2: really expensive. It used yeah. to be like the equivalent, almost like 180 pounds a gram in in back in the 80s or whatever. Right. But then, so the more comes in, the more affordable it is, and then that just knocks out amphetamine. You can see the you know, as amphetamine was was way more popular than cocaine. Mm. But then, as soon as cocaine comes on the shot, cocaine is the kind of like. The kind of like the beautiful kind of like hey yeah come in the fucking room yeah and then so amphetamine just comes out the back goes out the back door.
1: Why is the coke in London so shit in comparison to the rest of the country? What is it? From from I'm speaking from personal experience. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Small sample size, it but... It was better... Okay. Uh, like, the only good thing about Manchester is the quality of the, of the gear, in my opinion. Well,
2: look, look what, what it is... I mean, in London, definitely, it's called, called a kind of a two-tier market or even a three-tier market. So, um, you... You get a, you can get a selection of different, even from like from thir- thirty quid up to two hundred quid a gram, like as in it's totally ridiculous. Mm, mm, mm. And that's no necessary guarantee of improving quality, mm. but it's like r- unbelievably variable. But I must admit, I I didn't know that. I mean, I thought you can get pretty decent coke for fifty, sixty quid a gram in London. But um, if if the coke's good in Manchester, then people should know.
3: Yeah.
2: It see- it seemed a lot. It seemed a lot better, I must right. say. M- yeah. Maybe,
0: is, it, is Manchester Port City? Uh, is it? Is it on, I don't, don't really know the It's next to Liverpool,
2: River. which That's is a Port saying. City. That's what I don't no. know. Yeah, well, Liverpool, yeah. so the three drug yeah. hubs of UK is London, Birmingham, Liverpool. That's mm, where right. all the drugs come into and they're distributed around the country. So you would have thought those mm. three places are where the best Coke and heroin are because mm. those are the main internationally smuggled drugs. Um why it's so good in Manchester, I don't know. I mean like Manchester has got a good uh probably might even have a more thriving kind of nightclub and drug scene than than London now. So yeah. maybe it's being Yeah it's maybe being yeah, that's that's, that's fucking could, true. Could that true. That so might yeah. be true
0: yeah Yeah. <laughs> Needs it more than London probably. I now. went on
1: the on the uh on a place called Dream Dream Market today for the first time. I've never been on like the dark web Right. or deep web ever. Okay. So I just...
0: So you claim? So I... uh
2: you get your Onion browser? Away,
1: yeah, I got downloaded Tor. Yeah. And uh, and I went on there just to see what it was like. Because I'm, I'm just... I'm, I'm writing something about... Well, it's not about this guy, but there's a guy involved in the story. It's called Oxygod. who's like a... He's like an internet drug dealer who got caught. Mm. Anyway, mm-hmm. right. he sold his stuff on Dream. Right. So I went on it just to see what it was like. Because I'd never seen like what a dark web mm-hmm. drug marketplace looked like. It's right. fucking mental. Yeah. It's absolutely mad. There's people selling thirty grand's worth of yeah. coke on there. Yeah. It's fucking insane. And there's, do you know what I've noticed? There's so much gear in Germany. Yeah. There's so much of it. So a lot of them are like Germany to Germany only. D yeah. to D, D to D, D to yeah. or like EU to DE. Yeah. It's flooded with fucking gear. Oh, mate.
0: Post Brexit, it's going to be harder to g- get off the uh, off the old Germans, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> Well, disgusting it, it,
2: I mean, that's the thing is like it, it, the, the dark web drug market started off you know literally like kind of um psycho naughty kind of nerdy internet people yeah mm. and now you get drug dealers buying it off there the yeah sale.
1: that's yeah. what it looks like it look because people are selling like yeah. i saw 85 grams of md on sale mm. how much it's like god it must, i think it was like seven grand
0: Nah, that's 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 not worth it. That's not uh,
2: worth it. And that's that's obviously like that's that's drug dealers doing it, and Mm. like buying it. It's just like yep, you know. And 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 that's that is interesting because the whole drug trade is changing because soon you can imagine, you know, like plants growing plants and all the hassle that it is of like Mm. a crop getting, you know, and then smuggling it and crushing it and it's a lot of space. It's a lot makes a lot more sense. It's like made in made in lab in China thwack over the internet through parcels and whatever into the hands of, of anyone. It's like kind yeah. of... So the drug trade is changing immensely and the police are even more fucked than they were before. Mm.
1: <laughs> well, I saw one, there was a video of like a delivery someone was like, oh, unboxing from Dream. Right. And it was just like a little jiffy bag and it had a packet of... Um, uh, tissues in. Mm-hmm. I think they they send something with it. Yeah. So maybe like when it goes for an x ray or something, right, it just looks yeah. like a pack of tissues, or whatever. And then there's like a big paper wrap inside, and then inside that's another wrap, and inside that wraps another wrap, and then you've got your fucking baggie of whatever inside right. it. Mm. I do kind of want to try it, but I'm a bit terrified. I don't want to pay for a VPN to hide my IP yeah. address and all that shit. Mm. But I know people. I know people who swear by it, and that's the only place yeah. they get anything. They, like, when they know that they're gonna go like go out and do pills and stuff. Yeah, they're like, all right, I'm gonna go on Silk. Well, not yeah. Silk Road anymore. Probably something like Dream. And like, that's how I'm gonna get my my New Year's Eve drugs and get all my gear off there. I'm gonna get all the rest of it.
0: It's probably it's probably safer as well. I mean, it's it's kind of how drugs probably should be because you 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 yeah. know a certain level of purity some of them even have like the testing kits where they show yeah. you like okay it's this level purity or b- all that kind but of there's
1: shit there's no like there's no escaping of like that amazonification of everyone's yeah. no. life mm. it's no, just yeah. like that's just no. what it's going to be like yeah. even drugs that's like I, I doubt like fucking I mean probably street dealers will exist forever mm-hmm. but like that is probably going to be the way yeah you I mean,
2: at the moment it's still way much of a smaller proportion than some people make out some people mm. you read in some things like oh it's like half of half of the trade is online it's, it's not at all it's like quite a middle school at the moment but yeah it's only going to grow and it has got that kind of it is safer to to buy off there because it has got that feedback thing and so dealers you know sellers make their money from good feedback yeah yeah that. exactly that's um, and then
1: you see that on on there there's like th- there's like a guy called the top dog and he's got his own logo with a dog like leaning thing being like yeah. I'm the top dog and it's like mm. he's got like a 4.3 out of 5 star rating everyone's Ooh. like oh yeah this guy's yeah. gear is and it's fucking all quite amazing. cartoony isn't it it, it is all... very cartoony but it's yeah. very like it's, I, I quite like that it's, yeah, yeah like it's that. very like make your own logo just imagine yeah. some guy sat in his room like making a logo for his fucking yeah. coke yeah. dealing you know what? Web, web enterprise he was
0: like I want to be the best at dealing drugs and he became the best yeah. I appreciate that well done you mate I'd
1: be yeah, fucking yeah. bricking it though I don't know I feel like what? I'd just be so shit scared all the time because like all I mean, these guys must be so good at like hiding their information yeah. and like their yeah. IP addresses and all the rest of it that they they're probably not as callow and fearful as me. But for me, I don't know. It's something about like online. Just because I know like the the, the foot, footprint of doing anything online mm. is so strong. Yeah. It's like surely it can always be traced back. But obviously, there is ways of doing it which it not
2: yeah, yeah, yeah now i'm thinking
0: how the how did albanians get hold of coke then did they go did they go to colombia and forge those <coughs> yeah. links themselves so, so,
2: so it was it was it's it's albania it's like the democratization of of the colombian coke market so right. whereas colombia maybe in europe only used to deal with a few people right um now they'll deal with anyone right um and albanians are going there themselves you know they've they've set up they've set up kind of shop mm-hmm. there another big one is um <coughs> Is um, Bra- uh, Brazil. So So, a lot of the coke from Colombia goes to Brazil and then it goes to, to um, East Africa. So right. there's a massive increase in, uh, for example, the Nigerian community in, in uh, Brazil um, that has is, is kind of been expanded uh, artificially by right. some criminals so right it, so it, it expands naturally anyway yeah but then there's a few criminals yeah. getting in there as right. well sneaking in there yeah. becoming part of that community but they but it's just quite an interesting line of supply but yeah albanians and serbians and you know it's like that book Ma- 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 mafia was quite accurate as in the eastern europeans are getting part of the action and mm. and and want you know Good like to them?
0: Yeah. Shout out to the Albanians. <laughs> Very industrious <laughs> people. So be, yeah. I fair like Fox that.
1: To, um, to be honest. Fair facts. I want to visit
0: your beautiful country one day. Um, <laughs> and they have got a bad
2: reputation, uh. Albanians, for being like the most violent criminals in the world, but they're not. Are they not? It's, apparently, it's not true. Who are the yeah. most violent?
1: Uh, it's got to be the Mexican cartels. Yeah. Pro- probably,
0: probably actually yeah, Beheading yeah,
1: people and burning them with acid <laughs> yeah. yeah no like they, are, they they, they yeah. win the prize definitely yeah, yeah. yeah actually what, yeah
0: didn't they kill like a busload of fucking yeah, school the, teachers yeah that story
1: about yeah. the busload of people is no, no but they, they were like
0: school teachers who were like protesting yeah. like lack of school supplies yeah but there was shit.
1: one where like they stopped a bus full of pe- people Yeah. They, it was like men women and women and children and they I think they killed the kids and then like disposed of the bodies in like acid baths. Yeah. Then they killed the women by like lining them up, they made them lay on the ground and they drove the bus over them. And then the men, they made them fight to the death with each other and the Jeez. men who survived, yes. yeah. They had to go into other cartels territory and yeah. do like suicide missions and like try and shoot them up and then get killed. Like, so, like honestly that some of the stuff about the Mexican cartels you read it and you think that's not there's no way that that's fucking yeah. true, but it's all of it is like it's fucking it. It's unbelievable. And it makes, it makes you think, you know, mad.
2: if you did, because a lot, of, obviously, a lot of people say, if you uh, made drugs all legal or whatever, yeah. then that would solve the problem. But then, would it? Like, what would all those people? Would they suddenly become nuns after mm. the if there was no cocaine around? Or like what no, but short,
0: sure, like, but then if you know, say Pepsi starts selling coke, then they can't compete with Pepsi. That's a, I mean I
2: think yeah, that's yeah. that's our only hope is they, they huge
0: conglomerates conglomerates yeah, mm. Stomp them out and that's what I guess people are slightly hoping.
3: Yeah,
2: mm. and I think that I think you a bit right. weird. I think it will you know if, if it is um, it, it is legalised it does yeah. kind of kick the shit out of the market. Yeah, and so they do have to go off find something else to do. Mm. But then the question is, what do they do? And it's it's, it's the same with... Well, it doesn't really solve...
1: It doesn't solve, like, the the poverty aspect of it, which is what a lot of... The reason, like, you know, there's a lot of countries in the world that are massively impoverished that don't have a fucking thriving drug trade. Yeah. You know, but... If you take the drugs away, then there's still going to be all the fucking poverty and nightmares. So you just have to... But if they
0: legalised it, then they could actually, rather than having all this money that's made illicitly that they can't actually you know, put yeah, back in, like Industrialise it. Yeah. yeah so I'm if not, you, at, not, least, if you at least, if you at least tax it, so right now there's trillions being made in the country and uh, yeah, all of it's been sent to probably like Canary Islands or something, but yeah, at least yeah. if you legalise it, then you can get a taste of that.
2: Yeah. And also say if Afghanistan, like, you know, if, if you, you know, it's a narco state, mm. Um, but if you did, Legalize and, and, and opium is grown all over the world, but if you and you know for pharmaceutical uh, drugs, but mm. if you did legalize the trade, then af, uh, you know all the farmers kind of could get a legal way of limi- living and, and their life would be better.
1: Mm. Well, we've got one mm. more email, all right. Last email. So, last show, we, we were talking like, oh, how can you be allowed to shave in prison? Hi, guys. <laughs> Yeah. Just a few things about HMP you were talking about. Oh yeah. Most prisons, you don't just get given razors, which I think we we knew Yeah, that no, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We're not fucking yeah, yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah. They count them in and out to you individually during shower time. This is when most people get stabbed, whilst other people trying to mind their own business, washing, wanking in the shower. Yeah. Also, most places you can't just read anything you like having sent in. There is a regulated list of available books and it's almost always bullshit like Harry Potter. You can't even get Lord of the Rings, apparently. <laughs>
0: why, <laughs> why does why he you know wait, Lord why is he rings? wait, why does he know so much?
1: I don't know. I follow another podcast called Fresh Out called Fresh Out about the American penal system. So it could be fucking worse, I guess. Have you heard about the prison strike in America? Legalise it, change the law, exclamation mark, says this person. I can't believe you can't get Lord of the Rings in prison.
0: It's too much, bro. Why? It's what What? what, what it gets their bloods aspect up of Lord of the Rings that, could, like... All the battle scenes getting like hyped up.
1: reading about Minas Tirith getting yeah. riled up for a fucking prison yeah. riot in the fucking canteen or whatever.
0: Because if... Yeah, I don't know.
2: Well, I did read a story recently that um, some uh, prisons were kind of, like, putting a ban on books or a ban on certain books. I can't, you know, for... Uh, they didn't want to, like, get the prisoners too excited or whatever. I suppose it's yeah. a bit like, kind of, Victorian times. You didn't want to get the ladies to kind of, like... Energized up by yeah, reading yeah, anything, yeah. whatever. Lady so, Chatterley's lovers. I, well. I, I can't remember what books were being banned, but maybe um, maybe prisoners shouldn't be reading about Gimli. What's gim- <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> just like what I don't. I'm just like, is it too violent? Well, yeah, I don't, don't, know.
3: Know. I mean, I don't m- know. might they get
2: ideas? Probably because it's just not a good
0: book, in they were like, actually, don't you? Don't you read this shit? <laughs> this absolute fucking horseshit. Don't read this. Read a good book like Harry Potter.
2: You need a long book if you're a lifer. Lord of the Rings is kind of book you need. It's long,
1: it's like a thousand pages.
2: Yeah.
0: If you put all three books Um, together. Mm. Just read magazines, I reckon. Do that. Porno mags. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This
2: reminds me um, of something. I'm just writing a story now about um, uh, the other side of ecstasy deaths. Obviously, it's very well publicized. People dying of ecstasy. A lot of them are very young and it's all very pure and all that wait the are, they ex- di- are they actually
0: dying of the ecstasy because i thought it was all leah Bet shit where everyone's just fucking drowning their lungs or whatever
2: well it's a mixture so so some of it is is way overdosing because ecstasy is very pure these days oh, so it's shit. like super overdosing some of it oh. is just pure ecstasy and plus body doesn't doesn't yeah. go together Over unlucky, you know because obviously you know you can just die of ecstasy it's just that's the way it is oh, it's like dying of peanuts and and then sometimes it is like water or you're mixing it with another thing maybe alcohol or you're too hot whatever so there's a number of things but i was just interested in and it was because a judge had threatened this girl this teenage girl who had given her mate an ecstasy pill who had then died and the judge was threatening her with jail and they're both about kind of 17 or something like that and i just thought that sounded a bit kind of out of order because you, you're basically she was doing what kind of tens of thousands of people all around the country are doing all the time is yeah. giving their mates some drugs, yeah. whether that's kind of weed, cocaine, ecstasy, whatever that you give your mates. You know that's Isn't that's it? how things not, work.
0: You're not a fucking cunt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> all right. <laughs> um. But that's then, but then, I and mean, then
2: by you know by some weird kind of lightning bolt. Yeah. Stuff. This girl dies. Yeah. Um. And then this this girl is is not only has to deal with her best friend dying in front of her, yeah. in front of her. She, she's dragged through the criminal justice system for, for a year or whatever, six months yeah. and threatened with jail by a judge. anyway. It's so disgusting. looking into that. So I've interviewed a lot of pe- uh, dealers who've sold fatal pills kind of by accident, obviously mm. um, about their experiences in kind of prison or a lot of them are kind of like 17, 18. Um, anyway, I thought I'd bang on about that because we were, were talking about prison. Yeah.
0: That's fucking Just, mad. just
1: be careful with them yeah. pills, because I'd say. Um, I remember seeing something. about... should suffering. people
0: shouldn't be going to jail for not being stingy. That's that's yeah. my <laughs> yeah, opinion exactly, on that. Yeah.
1: It's the opposite, really. Yeah, but I saw some kid like it was, it was, it was a horrible article about like some kid who died of fabric from pills and stuff. And they were saying his his heart rate was like two hundred BPM or something fucking terrifying like that. It was like. <laughs> it uh, was like that I and think to think of it and yeah. to think of like his body was da, like 80 da, degrees no 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 twist the first
0: game duke
1: in the in the club but it was just like the, the heart rate and the heat so he was just like in the ambulance just yeah. like 80 degree heat mm. fucking heart going 180 bpm it was just it sounded it 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 sounds terrifying. like the, the worst
2: kind of most torturous horrific death to see mm. like known to man like it's yeah. just it's like something out of sci-fi and uh, yeah. the people i've spoken to who have watched this right in front of their face have just been horrified, you know, like purple, kind of shaking, kind of sweating, you know, like the glazed I mean it must be just such a horrific way to go. Traumatic, like, for, yeah, everyone. Like, traumatic yeah, yeah. for everyone. Traumatic for everyone and and you know, it's just it's just so weird that such an amazing drug can be be have this f- this terrible, fucking disgusting mm. side to it. Mm.
1: Well on that note Max um, Daly, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure. Um
0: Yeah, this was uh this yeah, this is gonna be a new fan favorite, I reckon. Yeah, they're gonna be eat fantastic This has yeah, yeah. Thank you very much for joining yeah, us.
1: Um we'll be back next week. We don't have this is this is the last guest idea I think we had apart from no, Don no. Pasantino. Yeah, so Don Pasantino. <laughs> and then
0: we're gonna have to think of uh a female guest, because that's right. Uh, we we want uh, representation hashtag matters, hashtag something, no, I don't, something, I do. don't know. Okay. Now nah, we're not going to get a female guest cuz we're nah. just going to end up We just had a like lot
1: to begin with and I think we've we've paid our dues, you know.
0: No, but this is a feminist podcast. We should keep Yeah,
1: it's true. It's a feminist it's feminist podcast. Uh,
0: we need to yeah, we need to keep that going. Yeah.
1: Well, you could join us next week for more feminism. You can follow Max Daly at Narcomania on
2: Twitter, is that right?
1: Yeah. yeah. What have you got what have you got coming Too old up? for an Instagram, I would imagine.
2: Yeah, that that ecstasy one. I've just uh commissioned an article someone's writing an article for in Philippines where Duterte is not only killing drug users but he's also killing punk kind of these punk activists who are trying to help them as well so it's like he's, yeah, he's killed four of them recently so there's an article oh, about bad that bloke. coming out bad bloke yeah, yeah not,
0: not, a, not a good not a good guy
2: well you can follow me at
1: Joe underscore Bish wait hold on hold on um, and two
0: So before we go Have you got any numbers For Oats
2: Yes (laughs) 0207
1: Yay Don't forget to Give us money
0: On Oh yeah By the way By the way So um, I'm still up for this So we're going to move To Liverpool If we get A certain amount Per month we're gonna get rent a two bed in Liverpool. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna do yeah. this show Monday to Friday, yeah. and this will become Every our new day. lives. But we're gonna. But as Max Daly said, Liverpool, one of the hubs of you know Drugs, drug, drug 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 trade drug in London. I'm gonna become the new cocky. Like, was it Cocky Warren? What's his face? I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna become that new kind Do you know what our show I'm should gonna be
1: like? Liverpool. Be, you know uh, Tom Green who used used to do like horrible call-ins everyone used to just call him like the n-word and stuff like that. That's just what our it's gonna what be our that, stream, yeah. our stream is going to be like.
0: It's going to be that um but with more of us just doing loads of gear because we we can afford. You <laughs> can afford it. We live in Liverpool being you
1: and me like on a, like a sparsely um, furnished living room yeah. shirts off just doing gear and doing live podcasts. Yeah, and everything. That's the yeah. natural <laughs> end for this I feel isn't it? Yeah. Well, and so if you
0: want to make that reality Yeah. Double it's your payments to the and Patreon do you know what? right Thank now. you to
1: all the patrons because I, I do get the emails when you double your patronage oh. and, you, and you say, I'm changing my patronage from one to two pounds yeah. or whatever it is. We do see that. We do appreciate hey, it. Hey. But make sure if you just get like, if you get some money from your mom, or whatever, you know, inheritance from your dead yeah. man, something like that, patron... <laughs> Patron, patron,
0: and we will see you. Yeah, it keeps me off the roadside. So
2: yeah, um. yeah it keeps this guy off the road. <laughs> also, and check out the uh, shit show uh, dark website. Uh, yes, uh,
1: the dot onion, <laughs> where we're selling uh, Tushin's fucking toenail clippings. Yeah, uh, yeah. See you next week, and
3: thank you very much Meen. for joining us.